No one likes to feel stuck, especially by your cloud. But the IBM cloud is the most open and secure public cloud for business. It can manage all your apps and data anywhere. Smart loves problems. IBM, let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash flexible. This is The Sporting Life on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Here's Jeremy Schapp. For many, it was a shocking development seeing the New England Patriots go out in the first weekend of the NFL playoffs. Of course, for the last 20 years, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady together have fashioned an unsurpassed dynasty. And our next guest is someone who has chronicled it all the way from the beginning up until now. He is Michael Holly, the longtime Boston sports reporter, writer, savant, and the author of Belichick and Brady, Two Men, the Patriots, and How They Revolutionize Football. Michael, it's a pleasure to welcome you back to The Sporting Life. Uh, and it's a pleasure to be called a savant. It doesn't have to be true, but I enjoy it. I enjoy it very much. <laughs> so thank you. So, Michael, describe for me, if you will. We're talking now a few days after uh, the Titans' victory at Foxborough, eliminating the Patriots, um, throwing into uncertainty, to say the least, the future of the franchise as it pertains at least to arguably the greatest player in the history of the game, where do things now stand? Yeah, it's a great question, Jeremy. It's uh, it's another transitional point for the Patriots. They had one uh, after the 2009 season. You know, Bill Belichick had done a documentary for NFL Films, and uh, in the middle of that 2009 season, he stood on the sideline, and he, he said to Tom Brady, who was coming back from knee surgery, he said, I just can't get this team to play the way I need them to play. And so that next year, they drafted Gronk. Uh, they traded Randy Moss, and it was a completely different era of Patriots football. So from 2010 to 2019, now we're at 2019, and another big transition is coming. But this is the first time <laughs> that the transition may include Tom Brady. I say may include Tom Brady because, Jeremy, I know some people think that it's over for him here. I don't think so. I, I think. I think uh, eventually they will figure it out and he will be back with the Patriots. Wow. Well, th well, that's certainly, um, yes, uh, not the opinion of everyone out there, but you are more informed. You know the situation as well as anyone. You really think he's going to be back? I, I guess the question is, how much does Bill Belichick want him back? Well, yeah. Okay, that, that's a, that, that is the question. That's one of the big questions. And I would say... Um, a fair amount because I, I I know there's a thought that and and it makes a lot of sense the thought that hey Tom wants to see what he can do without Bill and Bill wants to see what he can do without Tom and if if you win a championship without the other then that proves the all time greatness but Bill Belichick is he's practical and that's one of his strengths and weaknesses. He's very practical. And so sometimes when people want him to be emotional and they want him to, Hey, look at this, uh, look at, look at this and look at the emotions of this. He, he just can't do that. So when you look at the quarterback options that are out there for him and the quarterback that he has now, you just go on an old school scale and Tom Brady is better than the alternatives. And not only better for uh, better than the alternative in 2020, probably better than the alternative in 20 and 21. So, I think uh, I think 
he will eventually realize that he wants to go back to Tom Brady. And the reason I keep saying he will, he, he being Belichick, is because I think Tom Brady has made it clear he wants to return to New England. He has been on, Jeremy, he's been on like a three-year public relations campaign of making it obvious that he wants to stay. Every time he's asked, he says, I want to play until I'm 45. I'm blessed to play for Robert Kraft and Coach Belichick. He never calls him Bill. Always calls him Coach. Coach Belichick, great organization. Um, I'm so fortunate to be here. So he's alerting people. You don't have to read between the lines. It's obvious. It's there screaming. I want to be here, and if I'm not here, it's not my call, it's theirs. We're speaking with Michael Holly. He's the author of, among other books, Belichick and Brady, Two Men, the Patriots, and How They Revolutionized Football. Um, what is the relationship like at this point in time, 20 years together, these two enormous, um, you know, s- Pivotal figures in the history of the game. What, what is what is their one-on-one interactions like, and their larger relationship like? Business-like, uh, business-like, business-like. It is not. Uh, it's not two buddies. It is not the kind of rapport that I think about other long-term, you know, sports relationships. It's not the kind of back and forth playful, sarcastic relationship that Greg Popovich had with Tim Duncan for 19 years. This is, okay, Tom, I'm going to help you with this. What do you see here? This is what I see. And even when they're talking one-on-one, it is very, it is coach-player. And, 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 and Jeremy, I'm so, I'm so glad you asked me that question because I think for this transition to work, 2020 and beyond, if it may be 2020 to 21, or if Tom Brady plays, if he indeed plays until he's 45, the next three years, I think this relationship has to change a bit. Like Brady has been almost, in my opinion, too respectful. And so now, at the end of his career, he's saying, well, where's my contract? Why can't I get a contract extension? Or he's looking around at his weapons and he's silently seething over the weapons that he has. But I, I'm suggesting that don't be you're, – you're 42 years old. You're, you're a grown man now. You're not the uh, happy-to-be-here-all-shucks 24-, 25-, 26-year-old quarterback. You're a married man. You've got a family. You've been successful. It's time to be a little more aggressive in the relationships, in the relationship. respectful. Have more of a voice. You know what you want. You've done this for a long time. I think you need to clearly articulate what you need to Bill Belichick. Now, he may not listen, but I think that's an element of their dynamic that has been missing for so long. And so now when he talks, people are are reading uh, and they're trying to interpret what he's saying when it shouldn't come to that. He should just be a, a lot more vocal and a lot more direct. So I think that has to change um, from from his perspective. And I think Bill Belichick has to be honest enough to say that he has he has not done a good job in the last couple of years of building around Brady. And and that maybe that sounds like coddling a player, but it's not. You look at the the, the, the top quarterbacks now, Patrick Mahomes is transcendent. But Andy Reid has done a good job building around him. 
he throws a great deep ball. And so what do they have? They have the fastest team in the league. You have, you know, Tyreek Hill and Miko Hardman. You got a fast tight end and Travis Kelsey. They just got speed all over the field that that play to his strengths. And the same thing in Baltimore with Lamar Jackson. They got these these uh, t- great tight ends and they have a strong running game, a great offensive line that kind of plays to what Lamar Jackson wants to do and what he's good at. And Bill Belichick, if you say Tom Brady is good uh, between the hashes and not necessarily the deep ball, well, what have you done between the hashes? You, you, you eliminated the tight end spot essentially this year and you left him with Julian Edelman and not much else that he can rely on. So I think Belichick has to do a better job uh, next year of building that team for Brady. We're speaking again with Michael Holly, the Boston sports commentator. And Michael, um, when are we going to know more? I mean, Bill Belichick isn't the kind of guy who likes drama. Tom Brady's not the kind of guy who likes drama or this kind of suspense. How long can this linger uh, based on the way the NFL uh, contract schedules are, are, are arranged? Well, I'll tell you this, Jeremy. If it comes to March 18th, I know I said I think Tom Brady's coming back, but if if they allow him to become a free agent, okay, that's a bad sign. <laughs> that's a bad that's sign. A bit, that's, we, we can all agree on that. Yeah, because uh, you don't have to wait until the last minute, but if they do wait until the last minute, uh, that would suggest to me something is afoot and it's not good. And another thing, it's been, I was talking to a couple people last night, and they threw it out there that they think that Tom Brady is going to uh, the Patriots will tell him, hey, go out there. We'll let your contract expire. Go out, see what you find in free agency, and then come back and tell us. Ooh, I would be so uncomfortable with that. <laughs> I, would, I, I wouldn't want that in football. I wouldn't want that in life. If there's somebody you really want, I, I would just be afraid of them going somewhere and never coming back to you with the offer. So the Patriots have done this before, just for context. The Patriots have done that with players before. I mean, Julian Edelman has, has left the building and has visited other franchises. He's been in other buildings. Then he went back to the Patriots and he resigned with the Patriots. And Dante Hightower did the same thing. But Tom Brady, that's a completely different category. And you have somebody like that on the free agent market, even at the age of 42, going to be 43 in August. I think uh, somebody will overwhelm him and, you know, maybe if it comes to that, you know how it is when when you're negotiating and feelings get involved and egos get involved. The right thing to do is not always clear to you because you've been so bruised from the negotiating that sometimes you can you can make decisions that that are more of a response to someone else than uh, hey, this is the best decision for me. So I can see that if it gets to uh, late March or early April and he's going somewhere. I can see him going somewhere else if it comes to that. But I don't, I don't, I, my instincts say, no, he's going to be back with the Patriots. Well, some people in Boston want to rename, I think like Faneuil Hall and the Prue, basically all the landmarks, the Tom Brady Center, make December 12th, 12, 12, Tom Brady Day. We will see what it takes and whether Bill Belichick even wants that. Uh, nobody knows more about the situation and the history behind the Belichick Brady story than Michael Holly. Michael, thank you so much for sharing your insights. Oh, anytime. I, I really enjoy it. Uh, we'll talk soon. I'm Jeremy Schapp, and you can listen to new editions of The Sporting Life every Saturday and Sunday morning on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app, beginning at 6 a.m. Eastern Time.